the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, everybody, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm going to go immediately to my guest, is in the realm of does not need an introduction, Bill O'Reilly. But Bill O'Reilly, well, in fact, I want to give you an introduction aside from the book and the politics will talk. Bill, good to have you always. What is your latest endeavor? Um, it's called Killing Crazy Horse. No, no, that's the book. The Merciless I, I, I Indian, mean, Indian yeah. Wars in America. I'm going to happily... Nice killing book, Dennis. Yes, sir. And uh, this is the most successful nonfiction book series of all time. Wow. 17 million copies of my books in print. Wow. Okay. You, that could be uh, quite sufficient for a human being. But, but in terms, in terms <laughs> I, of... I'm just... In terms of media, amazed. I mean, I'm, you know, the cliche is I'm humbled. I'm, I'm not really humbled because I really worked hard, Martin Dugard and I, on these books. Uh, but people really have a hunger to know the truth about America, and that's what we do. And and it's very accessible, which is critical. But anyway, my original question was, what are you doing media-wise? I want to help you get more uh, viewers or listeners. All right. Since the pandemic started in January, my company, BillOReilly.com, has gone from a $5 million corporation to a $25 million corporation. The reason is that people are not getting honest information from network or cable news. That's why. We are available on BillOReilly.com each evening. We do a 41-minute newscast called the No Spin News. That is now distributed throughout the world by the first TV. You can get it on Roku. You can get it on Amazon Prime. Dennis, I'm a Luddite. I don't know what any of these things are. Somebody said, hey, O'Reilly, I saw you on Roku. I said, I haven't been to a Japanese restaurant in six months. You couldn't see me there. I don't know what they are. I don't know what. But I do know that millions of people are now watching us, and it's very gratifying. We work hard here to tell you the truth, not to spin it. We're not in business to promote a political party or any politician whatsoever. And that is resonating, resonating as it did when I was on Fox News. All right, excellent. So uh, before we get to the book, which I'm very interested, obviously, that's why you're on, among other reasons. So uh, I'm not going to ask you for a prediction. I... I, I, I unless you have very strong feelings on it, I, I'm not, but I am going to ask you about the future in one sense. Do you foresee uh, serious uh, chaos in America after the election? No. I know that is a hot topic on talk radio. We have a radio program as well. I took over the Paul Harvey franchise. We have 300 stations, and I get mail by the volumes. Oh, there's going to be a civil war. Oh, there's going to be riots. Oh, there's going to be this. Oh, this. I do not think that is going to happen. 
I think there will be a decisive victory on one side or the other. What the worst case scenario is, is that it isn't decisive. It's like Gore Bush. It comes down to these corrupt mail-in ballots that you can't count accurately. Nevada is going to be absolutely a, a state that's in abject chaos after the election. And that might ignite physical conflict. But at this point, Joe Biden is suspect because of his mental acuity. If you, Dennis, I don't know whether you saw him in Michigan talking about COVID in the military. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Okay. So last week he's in uh, Michigan and he gives a speech that he says hundreds of thousands of people in the media, in the military, I should say, have been afflicted by COVID. Hundreds of thousands. There aren't even hundreds of thousands in the military. Seven military people have perished from COVID. Seven. So he's there and he's reading off a prompter, teleprompter. He's not, uh, it's not off the top of his head. And for 45 seconds, not one word that came out of his mouth was accurate or made any sense. He did not know what he was saying. So you and I make mistakes all the time. We're on the radio. We're professionals and we're human beings. You stumble, you misstate. That happens. But we know what we're saying. I think. I mean, I've listened to you for years. You know what you're saying. And if you say something not the right way, you correct yourself. Joe Biden doesn't know what he's saying. So in the first debate on the 29th of September, if that is demonstrable to the public, Trump will win. He'll win the presidency. Because people are not going to vote for an afflicted candidate. And at this point, Joe Biden could very well be afflicted. Look, I, we talked about, I wrote a book called Killing Reagan. After Reagan was uh, almost assassinated, his mental acuity declined drastically, and he couldn't do his job certain days. Now, that was kept from the public. The public did not know that in the 1980s. All right? And Reagan made a miraculous comeback. Miraculous is the word. Now, maybe Biden will do that. I don't know. But at this point, as an American, not as a commentator, I can't vote for Joe Biden. I can't possibly vote for him. I don't think he's in control of himself. Wow. Well, uh, it's funny. Uh, you asked me if I'd seen it. I didn't. I heard reports uh, that he confused. Is it, is it possible he confused M.I. Michigan, where he was, with M.I. military? Yeah. It's possible, but even if, if that's true, look at the tape. Yeah, no, no, I agree the with you. Just the numbers you're <laughs> yes. given right. are, those numbers don't even exist. Right. I so, mean, that's how bad it was. So, Scientific American. If Kyle came in and said that to you, if he was over six, yeah. you'd be concerned. Right, that's a very good point. Scientific American said it's the first time in its hundreds, whatever, 65 year history, it's, in, it's endorsing a candidate. Are you aware of that? Do uh, you have any reactions? Yes, of course. I'm aware of everything, Dennis. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm here. I won't, I know a- everything. I won't ask that, that again. All right, fine. Any, any, um, yeah. Let me put this into perspective for you. I wrote a book called The United States of Trump. We spoke about it when it came out. I understand why Americans in the millions despise Donald Trump including those who work for Scientific American. 
But there's a difference between governance and personality. So this Woodward thing is really instructive. Talking about COVID, Trump uses on the tape with Woodward the phrase, I played it down. You saw that, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean, in his mind, what it means to Bob Woodward. They're talking past each other. Mm -hmm. So Trump says, I played it down because I didn't want panic, and I didn't want to tank the markets, because I didn't really know what the outcome was going to be. So I didn't push the panic button. That's Trump. In his mind, played it down means I didn't want panic. In Woodward's mind, and with all due respect to Bob, I've known for, for decades, just in order to sell books, he takes played it down as lying. That's what he takes it at. Trump doesn't even come close to that. So they talk past each other. And millions of Americans buy into the lying. So then Trump comes back on, on um, Monday at ABC's town hall. And says, no, I, if anything, I overplayed it, the COVID. Because in his mind, stopping flights from China and Europe was heroic. And that he, he knew the virus was going to be pernicious and took action that other people wouldn't have taken, including Joe Biden, who was on the record as saying stopping flights from China was xenophobic. So you can see what... Trump's thought process is, but it is totally rejected by the people who hate Trump. Now, Bob Woodward doesn't hate Trump. He just wants to sell two million books, and he can't write a favorable book about Donald Trump. You want an inside story? Do you have a time for an inside story about yep, this? Yep. All right, so 2019, January, I'm on Air Force One. And I'm interviewing President Trump for the United States to trump my book. I've known him 30 years, as you know. After the interview's over, he looks at me and goes, Bob Woodward's writing a book on me. I went, uh-oh. I said, his first book hammered you. He goes, but this time I'm going to cooperate with Woodward. I looked at him and I said, are you insane? Mm -hmm. I can talk that way to the president because I've known him for so long. I said, there's no way that Bob Woodward, getting a $10 million advance from Simon & Schuster, is going to write your point of view. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So you're just giving him more ammunition. That's right. I'd hold it there. I want to remind everybody we're going to talk. I'm fascinated by the latest book of Bill O'Reilly, Killing Crazy Horse. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 
Bill O'Reilly, one of the most, if not the most successful series of nonfiction books ever. The latest is Killing Crazy Horse. It is about some killing that has taken place, the series, Killing Kennedy and so on. This one uh, is the the Merciless Indian Wars in America. And uh, I have every intention, I, I don't say this to every author I have on because it's not possible of reading this book, which we're going to get to in a moment. I, I must tell you, Bill, <laughs> it struck me as, and, and I am a big supporter of the president, but it struck me as imbecilic uh, to have uh, given all these interviews to Bob Woodward just as you said to the president. Yeah, but he is the guy who thinks he can convince That's people. That's right, exactly. Um, exactly. You know, but he does what he wants to do. Um, there's, there's a little more you can say, because I know him so well, as I told you, and I've given him some advice when he's asked, um, only when he asks. I don't give him advice unsolicited. I gave Barack Obama advice when he asked. Um, but Donald Trump, he basically is a solitary man, as Neil Diamond once said, and he's going to do what he wants to do. And if it hurts him, he doesn't seem to really care. He just keeps on pushing. Right. His strength is his weakness. That's fine. And I, and I, and it, it works more to his favor than against him. Let's go to your book here, Killing Crazy Horse. I, I th- this issue uh, has always uh, troubled me uh, because it's so hard to get to the truth, which is why I think your book is doubly important because it's so hard to get to the truth. So uh, after doing the research for the book, did your view of America's wars with the Indians change or did it basically confirm what you had already believed? Well, I didn't know anything, even though I'm a history grad and a high school history teacher. I didn't know uh, about the Indian Wars because it's not taught in public schools because they're afraid to teach it because it's politically incorrect. So Martin DeGard and I re- researched, we found out the truth, and we printed it, 1813 to 1890 about, the longest American war ever, 77 years. Uh, heroes and villains all over the place. Um, betrayals all over the place horrendous violence, but it's not what you think it is. There were some very noble Indian nations and some horrible Indian nations, like the Comanches. I mean, those those folks even to today, you say Comanches, northern Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, those heads come up. Um, but Chief Joseph and people like that, Tecumseh, um, they wanted peace. They wanted the best for their people. And but they were overwhelmed by the white migration west. That's how people got to California. You had to come across. And who was there? The Native Americans for hundreds of years. So the collision was inevitable. It wasn't anybody's fault. There were horrible things done. There were heroic things done. And we chronicle them all. So that when you're through reading Killing Crazy Horse, you will know how your country is forged. And you will be much better prepared to forge off the rank propaganda that you just talked about. The people who want to destroy every part of American history and American tradition. And they're gaining ground. 
and we need to fight those people with facts. Do you address the charge of uh, the smallpox spread? We mentioned that the Indian immune systems were not able to fend off white diseases and that horrible people infected Indians on purpose to exterminate them. We addressed it. We don't get into it in great detail because it wasn't done that much. Basically, the Indian wars were set combat pieces between brilliant commanders like Crazy Horse and guys like George Custer. You know, they couldn't defeat Crazy Horse. That's why Custer got sent out there by U.S. Grant. Uh, Crazy Horse won battle after battle after battle with the U.S. Army. Cochise was never defeated in Arizona. Not once. These were brilliant military minds. And nobody knows that because there was fake news back then, Dennis. If you read the newspapers, the Indians were savages and cannibals and everything else. That's what the newspapers were putting out. And it was far from the truth. Right. So on the charge of America deliberately committed genocide, what's your answer? Ridiculous propaganda. False in every way. After the little bighorn. After the massacre of Custer in Montana, then the policy changed in Washington. We have to either kill them or put them on a reservation. Before that, there was a series of negotiations with almost every Native American tribe. Go on. So anybody who says that James Monroe, who is the first president, to basically say we're going to have a sea to shining sea policy. That means we're going to have to settle the whole country because if we don't, Spain, France, and Britain are going to cleave out the western part of North America. That's what Monroe feared. So he said and encouraged people to go west. But it wasn't we're going to kill all the Native Americans. It was we're going to try to get along with them. There's enough land for everybody. That was the original plan of the U.S. government. That's important. All right, I hope you have more time. Uh, the uh, This is, for moral reasons, for American reasons, it has always uh, fascinated me. And it's, an impor- it's a very important subject. Bill O'Reilly, Martin Dugard, Killing Crazy Horse. The Merciless Indian Wars in America. We'll have uh, one more segment. The book is up at DennisPrager.com, and it is uh, written both historically, accurately, and in a, in a very compelling way. The Dennis Prager Show. All righty, everybody. He's uh, tackled a very important issue, morally, patriotically, because it... Everything has to, the truth is our our friend, even when it's difficult. You use the word. Yeah, it's hard to get, Dennis. You know that. <laughs> um, the media is totally corrupted, and I've been in there for forty five years, and I know exactly what's happened to it. Corporations control it. Uh, money is everything. Uh, after the November election, the television news media will collapse. You heard it here on the Prager Show first. 
keep that tape. Uh, they're already getting ready to, they're already getting ready. That's a little redundant. They're getting ready to lay off a lot of people, all the networks, uh, all the cables will do it. Um, and Donald Trump has destroyed the media because their hatred for him has destroyed their search for the truth. That's right. It's very ironic. In fact, you could write a book on it. But anyway, yeah, you should. Uh, your next book should be killing the media. Your next book should be killing the media. Your next book should be killing the media. It might be, um, <laughs> because you're going to see a dramatic change to people like you and me. So uh, you know, if you want fact-based history and sociology, you go to PragerU. If you want daily news coverage that's not going to lie to you or slant, you go to BillOReilly.com. I mean, it's as simple as that. If you're going to sit there in your living room and continue to watch cable news, you're not getting the truth because the corporations don't want to tell the truth. And the NFL is going to be destroyed. I mean, it's just going to go on and on and on. Where do you see the repercussions that come in 2021? Yeah, the NFL, I'm watching that because I can't imagine anybody enjoying watching people who have contempt for them. It's, it's astonishing to me. You're, you're racists. The country is despicable. I won't stand for the flag and the national anthem, but please watch me. <laughs> it, 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 well, it confounds it, me. But this is all about peer pressure. You know that. It doesn't matter. 70%. Okay. They, but they've done it. Yeah. They, they, why they did it is irrelevant. They did it. There have to be repercussions. Sports was the one island left in society where everybody could enjoy each other. And there will be repercussions because 50% of the fan base won't buy the merchandise. So with COVID, you don't have the $8 hot dogs and the $14 beers anymore. Nobody's in the stands. So the teams make their money selling the hat, shirts, and jackets. Well, that's going to go down 50%. So I wrote a column on BillOReilly.com entitled, Put Your Money Where Your Knee Is. This is the high point of athletic salaries in America today. Because the next time around, their negotiation is going to be, you know, we don't have a lot of money anymore. So this is what you're going to have to take. It's going to be far left than you make it now. Hmm. So that's going to happen. But it's a, you know, society is going to have to make a decision. I mean, do we want this crazy stuff, socialism, uh, color-based entitlement? Uh, I mean, it goes against everything that we've had since 1776. Oh, I realize that our founding fathers were all fascist white supremacists. You know, when I hear that, I just go, are you, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And this is what the media is mm-hmm. fostering, enabling? It's a, it's a scandal of epic proportions. Epic proportions. And the universities. All right, my friend. Oh. I uh, will talk soon. And again, folks, uh, I think it's very important, truly important to read. Killing Crazy Horse, Bill O'Reilly with Martin and Martin Dugard. Not with and the merciless Indian wars in America. Bill, congratulations. Thank you for having me, Dennis. We'll talk soon. Yes, indeed. Epic proportions, he's right. You know what the key word that he used there, which is which is therefore in the realm more of tragedy than good and evil, 
is the inevitability. The only way, I mean, I, I'm not defending everything done to the Indians. It's not defensible. But the only way that all conflict would have been averted is for no Europeans to settle North America. And, you know, is that realistic? O- only uh, Indians would populate the entire continent of North America? But uh, the left doesn't see tragedy. They, they, they just see white evil. This afternoon, or, or it could be, let's see, it would be evening time east. What is what time is it? Four thirty Pacific time. The seven thirty Eastern time. Yeah. I will be with Ben Shapiro, Adam Carolla, Dave Rubin, the four of us, about the cancel culture. So listen to this. So Facebook has not allowed us to put up ads for. Uh, the free, it's a free broadcast. You, you, where, where can people see it? Where do people go? And no safe spaces.com, I assume. No? Yeah, I think so. Uh, no safe spaces.com because it's coming out on, on DVD or just came out. What is today? The 17th, yeah. Do you understand what is happening? Facebook has taken down, has canceled ads for a program of four conservatives about canceling conservatives. Right. That's that's the word. (laughs) That's the proper end of the sentence. Never in American history has there been as concerted an effort to shut down free speech as the left is doing now and in in collaboration with big business so big tech specifically it shows you that mark zuckerberg phenomenally wealthy man even he cannot withstand the left Zuckerberg announced, it is not my business to censor. Free speech means free speech. That was what he said. Remember that? In Congress. And the New York Times, uh, which is essentially America's Pravda today, say it with only sadness. Uh, it's, uh, it's a propaganda sheet uh, for the left. That's all it is. It is it is. You know, uh, you got to. Sh- I, I wonder if I threw it away. The front page headline: "President versus Science." Did you see that? The subtitle, the right hand side. I mean, th- there is no distinction between editorial and news on any political issue. There is on on an issue that you know, as I always say, an earthquake in Colombia is going to be fairly reported. Never has there been such an attack on free speech. And the number of Americans who go along with it is distressing. Trump, oh, Trump, 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 Trump. Every time I have a piece on the Internet, oh, how could he talk about morality? He supports Trump. It's all, it's all Trump. 
nosafespaces.com forward slash live. You know what? We need, we have a punishment room, but we don't have a reward room. But the sound, you know why? Because we cannot broadcast the sounds that would emanate from the reward room. We would be, we would uh, face FCC uh, problems. That's why we don't have a reward room. Uh, so forward slash live, no space, I'm sure, no safe spaces.com. It's very important that you watch. First of all, you'll enjoy it. I mean, I'm with three rather fascinating individuals, Dave Rubin, Ben Shapiro, and Adam Carolla. I'm, I'm honored to be in that company. This is what is uh, happening uh, in the United States of America. When I wrote that we're in a civil war, now well, I don't know how many years, 10 years ago, 8 years ago, uh, many people, including Republicans, uh, criticized, I wouldn't say attacked, criticized me for overstating the case. Nobody thinks I overstated it now because now people are saying it. I don't know why people, I, I take that back, I do know. I know why people did not want to acknowledge it. People don't acknowledge painful things. It's it's like the four stages, what was the famous thing, the four stages that people go through when, when they're told that they have a terminal illness? And it begins with denial. The uh, the bad bad news gets a usually denial. I, I I don't know how I would react if I got such a prognosis. I guess I I might act exactly like everybody else, but on macro issues I don't engage in denial, because the longer you engage in denial, the less time you have to fight. Stages of grief, yes. Denial, anger, what was it? Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and finally acceptance. What is the woman's name who came up with that? Kubler, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, that's right, exactly. It's very, it's, it became very famous. I don't know if it's as famous today. 1969? Okay, I got it. Thank you, thank you. 1-8 Prager 776. Uh, this is, uh, this is the, the state that we're in. And I have no more words, really, to describe the immorality of the, the lockdown, like in California, that I can't, uh, that I, that I, the deliberate crushing of small businesses by Gavin Newsom and Eric Garcetti, who personally have a zero stake in this. There is no medical or moral justification. It's purely political. The Dennis Prager Show. Like California, you see them wearing their baggies. Wear Archie sandals too. A bushy, bushy bond. Oh, the Beach Boys. Serving USA. Yes. Dennis Prager. It was the five stages of grief, by the way. It wasn't four. It ended up five. Just for the record, because I'm crazy about truth and accuracy. 
Michael in Orlando, Florida. Hello. Hi, Dennis. Always a pleasure, sir. Um, I just wanted to say that uh, 13 years ago, we lost our daughter, Alexandra, and she was, um, it was her due date, and something happened. Um, it's called an abrupt, and, um, and she lost 90% of her blood back into my wife. Um, she, so she didn't suffer the pains of life, and they were taking us back to the uh, room, and they separate you from live birth. phone died kind of strange honor because now she's being cared for by god but with the five stages of grief what we did because all the counseling and stuff was sorely lacking uh we left to uh uh acceptance and we were had god in our our for, foremost in our thoughts and so we experienced this great loss uh with uh tinges of joy um, and 362 days later, we had our daughter, Elizabeth, who happened to, we were in the same operating theater, same, uh, group of, uh, surgeons and nurses and stuff like that. And they were doing a C-section because they didn't want that to happen again. And so they were talking us through it. And all of a sudden, doctor, everybody was cussing. They were, they were like shocked and cussing. My wife was squeezing off and the doctor said, Daddy, you got to see this. And my daughter had kicked her way out of the amniotic sac, and she was screaming like crazy. Anyway, did that. And it was so beautiful. All right. Well, God bless you. Okay. Look, obviously, I, I don't know how people people can, but without religion, it's very hard. Life is very hard on an intellectual level, not emotional. There's no God. There's no creator. There's no designer. There's no providence. There's no afterlife. Even if uh, things go well for you, which very rarely does as a consistent thing in life, everybody, most everybody has pain. Even then, so, so what? You still have to confront the void of this blip called life in which this blip called life exists. And so people have to deal with it. Look, I am convinced been saying this all of my life, all of my broadcast life. It is all ultimately the, the problem in America is a religious one in the final analysis, which reminds me, by the way, Jew or non-Jew, you'll be deeply moved by the 4K video of my service last year, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. I explain everything. Go to the banner at DennisPrager.com. High Holy Days. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but 
My back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain. In your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's a three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three week quick start that's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 800-500-8384 